You're listening to the Uncommon Impact Show. All right, guys, we are back for another episode, but not just any episode, the second season. And this is my first guest, Nancy, uh, who is from Italy. Um, she was born um, in South Italy, and she's also lived in Rome for 10 years. Uh, she has a food blog, but she's also an expert narcissist coach. Uh, she kind of does a little bit what I do, but like she's more uh, experienced with the narcissist side of things. So it's a pleasure having you on the On Call Empath. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love that you are interviewing me on this topic. <laughs> it's very important. Absolutely. You know, and I've been following your Instagram and it's just a lot of the stuff that you put on there is very inspirational. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted you on this podcast is you seem to have a good grasp of narcissist abuse, but you also have personal experience from your ex and previous people in your lives. And so let me ask you, how did you end up being a coach and, and focusing on just narcissism? Well, uh, you know, at the beginning, when you're just, you realize you're a victim of narcissistic abuse, you kind of have this breakthrough. So you start having a whole totally different perspective on life and people and people's psychology and, you know, their behavior and what they mean and how they affect you in your life. Yeah. So you start handling, you just start realizing that you, people, for them to succeed, they have to learn how to handle the narcissistic traits in our society, mm -hmm. just at the narcissist, at the personal level, at the individual level, but also at the society and nation level. Like there are a lot of levels where our world uh, completely revolves around mm -hmm. dependency and narcissism and manipulation yeah. at every level. So once you discover that side, you realize that in fact, it's totally necessary for survival. Yeah. And it could happen to anyone. I mean, you've got a PhD and you're a scientist, correct? What, <laughs> how did you end up going this route? That's pretty exactly. impressive. Exactly. Because in the end, um, so this is a side thing for me. Uh, I do have, I do work as a scientist at USC right now. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, um, especially in science and academia, and maybe it's also fortunate for me because in the end it pushes me to do more and more in this field. Um, unfortunately, it's an environment that's extremely narcissistic because academia is a very hierarchical kind of system mm -hmm. and it's all about lobbies and networking and knowing the right person. So narcissists are in their perfect environment in academia, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And plus all these things of the very highly competitive funding system, uh, it's all the perfect environment for them, especially oh, yeah. because, well, yeah, especially because imagine as a scientist, most of what we do is bench work. And so you don't have to develop uh, international interrelational skills. You don't need to be good with people. You right. don't need you know, to be nice. You actually, yeah. if you are a gaslighter, if you are a manipulator, yeah. you are a plotter, you yeah. are the best place. So there are a lot of opportunities. <laughs> I so, as an empath, being in academia means you are surrounded by narcissists. <laughs> well, yeah, and also in the workforce. I mean, I can speak from experience. I mean, just in my last couple jobs that I used to do, I mean, I was surrounded by narcissists, and I was always ask myself how how does this person uh, with no social skills end up 
owning this business or how are they, you know, a manager above me or things like that. Because here I am, I'm fully, um, I have great credentials. I've went to college. Uh, I have 10 years of experience in business and coaching. And then all of a sudden they put a narcissist in front of me with just a high school diploma. And they're like, he's your boss now. And so it, it's like they kind of raise to that level. And once you're in that power, you're in that, it seems like you can find a lot of narcissists in a power position. Uh, I mean, whether they're doctors, business owners, you know, people yeah. everywhere. All lobbies or elites, unfortunately, are narcissists, are predators, all of them. And not just, unfortunately, who gets there on purpose, like, they have they because these people are like when I was with my ex-husband, I used to tell him without even knowing he was a narcissist. Uh, I used to tell him that he was he reminded me of an arrow. Like I didn't realize he was it, I had a plot, he had a goal, but I I, I felt he had a, a a goal all the time. We were together, everything mm-hmm. he was doing, he was just going straight towards something that I did not know what it was, but I felt it was not in the moment, it was always plotting uh towards something. And that's how they are. And so if you're an arrow, you move a lot faster than people that don't have a goal, mm-hmm. that don't know what they're doing. They're just enjoying life. Yeah. And this is in everything. And we see the same kind of dynamics at the national level. Nations like Mexico, like Africa, like Italy too, in Europe, where people know how to enjoy life and also care about enjoying life. And so they're not just arrows. They're just, you know, like rivers. They just enjoy to, their, yeah. their life are oftentimes abused by other nations that are that extremely narcissistic, including the United States. Yeah. So like, unfortunately, it's a very, um, we live in a world where narcissism and narcissistic behavior and traits mm-hmm. are the, the main thing you should know for you to navigate the world. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, too many people have interest in not telling you about mm-hmm. that because if you wake up from the metrics, then you're not abused anymore. You're just out of the system and they can't use anymore to climb the ladder because that's what these people do. These people recognize yeah. people that are not aware and they use them house to, to step up. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. So the more people you have that wake up, the fewer of those people you have. Yeah. And then the, the more you have to evolve new mechanisms, new right. strategies. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just funny because, I mean, I've had so many narcissist coaches and people talking about this subject um, and it's getting more popular out there because we're finding out there is a big population of these narcissists running around in jobs. And it could be your husband, your wife. It could be anyone. It, there's no cookie cutter like they have this trait. It could be anybody out there. And and the people that we that I thought that was the least, you know, ended up being a narcissist because they're so cunning in the beginning. I love a quote that you put on your Instagram. It's like, it's like a chess game, which we're born to lose. Can you explain that? Cause I, I really, really enjoy that quote. Their mind, their world is a huge chess game. It's a huge chess board and you're just a piece of it. You're just <laughs> a pawn. Either they can use you or they can eat you or yeah. you're just an enemy for them. 
So that's how they see the world. And unfortunately, we are set to lose because we don't know the rules, because we didn't, we, we don't live it. We live in a game we don't know that exists. So how can you win at a game that you're not playing? You're sure. just being a part of it, being blind about it. So you can't right. win unless you actually play by the rules or you withdraw yourself from the game, but you have to know that you're in a game. That's why otherwise you're just set to lose. But this is from forever. We're talking about, uh, you know, the ancient uh, Roman Empire uh, was playing like every empire played games with their um, with the lay people around because they had to make sure these people people did not understand they were just being used for to fight for wars to make food to do things and then the elite is always in their castle mm-hmm. and they don't actually do anything but they need to survive and they need to mute yeah. they. Need for you to not be aware of what they're doing because otherwise you'll yeah. be like what what like you are you're you're leaving your castle and now you're making me to right. work and you're paying me you know yeah it's probably one of the reasons why not just the u.s but uh, not to make this political but all over the world there's been a you know balance of power difference and i think that's why a lot of people are suffering and, and more people are coming out People like yourselves, uh, podcast, you know, we're we're uncovering these types of people because it is a mental illness. It is, it is, it is it's a mental illness. And I'm not a psychologist, but I can see certain spectrums just by talking to somebody, their their patterns and what they do. They they might not be a full-blown narcissist, but they have a spectrum that they fall into. What is your take on that? Do you think we all have a little piece maybe of narcissism in all of us just from birth? I think narcissism is based on so on ego, which is something we evolved first. I'll give you a very scientific point of view on this, but it's gonna be like easy to understand. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, um, we are also our genes. Okay. So the reason why we evolved things is because for our genes, those things are somewhat. Um, good for their survival, right? So that's why they're here. That's why we are here because we are the product of our genes. At the same time, though, we are not just our genes anymore. Maybe it was like that thousands of years ago when we were just animals, but now we are just people with a conscience. We we are rational, we are analytical people, we are emotional people. So we can't just be our genes. However, for our genes uh, to survive, they had to kind of evolve the ego, which means mm. every time you do something that somewhat gives you um, survival and a, more survival than others, they make you survive better than others. For example, mm. when you exploit others, when you exploit people, you're going to have an advantage, right? Mm-hmm. And so your your ego is fed because your genes need you to keep moving forward and do the same thing again and again yeah. because it works for them. But it doesn't work for you because you're going to be a bad person. Mm. However, for yeah. your genes, perfect because by exploiting others, you're gonna have an advantage over them. You're gonna have more kids. You're gonna survive longer. Yeah. You're gonna have better jobs. And so, our ego is set for us to be to keep doing things that are in fact socially unacceptable, but mm-hmm. good for us as individuals, right? So yeah. this is the first thing. Second thing, narcissism is an illness and why because narcissism comes from uh living in fear so people that have narcissistic personality disorder they are uh 
guided and driven by the amygdala, basically. The amygdala is a part of your brain that uh, is the one that handles uh, and triggers uh, the fight or flight mode. So once, if you are in a dangerous environment, even an animal, like we are talking about things that evolved when we were still animals. Right. If you're an animal and if you have to survive and you're surrounded by lions, everything for you is just a chess game because mm-hmm. you're fighting for survival. Your only mm-hmm. purpose is not to love and to enjoy life and to enjoy people around you because otherwise you die. The only purpose you have is to survive and everything mm-hmm. becomes a piece of a chess game because yeah. you need to survive. So narcissists are people that just uh, live in that fear and they think because they were born in a dangerous environment, they were born in a place where their parents were narcissistic, were yeah. abusive, were psychological abusive. So, you know, this is the uh, cave uh, myth of Plato. Yeah. This is your, your reality. You don't know there's anything out there. This is your reality. So they were born in that uh, situation. And so they are set on the fight or flight mode 100% of the time. These are people that are hyper-vigilant for their whole life. And it's a chess game the whole time. Mm -hmm. So they are incapable of loving because they are surviving for their whole life. And even when they reach career, success, and whatever, they're never happy because they're still, that fear comes from the inside, comes from themselves. So it's not that they feel safe, but they're looking for a safe place. Yeah. So unfortunately, the only way to win against narcissistic people is to create a welfare system, mm-hmm. is to create a safety net in the nation so that people are not born in a dangerous environment. They know there is they can be saved. And that's why there are countries like Mexico and Italy, for example, that are very family-oriented and they have a good welfare and people know they're safe and there are a lot more empathetic people there than mm-hmm. in other countries like the United right. States, Korea, <laughs> or places. Yeah. Because they have a safety net and they yeah. know that whatever happens, they're going to be fine in some way. And so they don't have to live in fear. They don't yeah. have to be in their survival mode. And they're capable of right. loving and others. And I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of empaths that are listening out there and the ones that write me in on emails, they've had a lot of issues with their relationships and bosses. Um, and I think it, empaths, because we feel so much and we want to do good things for others, we're a prime like target for narcissism. So I want to ask you, um, what what is someone to do if you're just a giving person by nature, you're an empath or maybe just a regular person, maybe been through some trauma in your life and you have a husband or a boss or a wife or somebody that's controlling you, but you can't really get out. What are some of the things that uh, tools that someone could be use, using right now? If you can give some examples, because there's a lot of people listening right now. And they just don't have anywhere to go. I mean, a lot of the clients that I do coach, they have, I would say 90% of them have been through narcissist abuse. It just seems like the empaths continue to attract these people. What can we do to shield ourselves to at least be aware that, okay, I need to be careful and watch the red flags? First thing you have to do is to definitely get out of the reality and get back to yourself and understand that the reason why they target you is because you are better than them. It's because mm-hmm. you are a good person. The reason why they target you is because in a system that is a fraud, you are the only real one. And if you realize that's a fraud, you can be a whistleblower and be like, yeah. this is a fraud. So people that are a fraud don't want you to blow the whistle. And yeah, so that's absolutely. Are the whistleblowers like in a 
group of sheep, right? We have a crucial role in our society because we are the ones that tell everybody there is a predator. Mm -hmm. So we are the ones that can save everybody else that instead will never wake mm -hmm. up from the reality where they're just going towards massacre, right? So we are precious. And mm -hmm. that's why I try to shoot you down. Yeah. And like you think about this, right? I think this is something that uh, really drives you to do better for yourself and to mm -hmm. want better for yourself. When people spend so much time and so much energy manipulating you, pushing you down, uh, pushing you aside and whatever, it means uh, you have potential. Otherwise, why would they spend all that much time and effort and energy to push you down? So we have to understand, first of all, we are better than these people and not better in a narcissistic ego feeding way. Sure. Better in we want the best for everybody. And if you want the best for everybody, you are better than people that just yeah. want the best for them, first of all. So you have to push yourself to emerge from these people, from this reality, mm -hmm. because your purposes are virtuous. Your purposes mm -hmm. are good. And you deserve. Yeah. And the world needs you to succeed. Absolutely. You give them the carrot when they do something good. You give mm -hmm. them the stick when they do something mm -hmm. bad. It. And you don't have to feel guilt, guilty sure. because people are like bugs. They function with a very simple uh, neuronal system. They do sure. things trying to exploit you all the time. And they kind of like hook yeah. you until they find the hole. Right. But that's what they do. And, and that's a very good point. And I just want all my listeners to know, I a lot of you guys have written to me recently. This is not a weakness. Um, and it may seem like you're weak or they have the upper hand, but that's not the case. We are so much powerful than yeah. uh, somebody who has no heart and soul and all they're here on this planet. Imagine living through this whole life, trying to manipulate and get your way all the way to your deathbed. And what have you to show? You have nothing to show. You've done nothing to leave your legacy, but to hurt people. I mean, I don't, I don't wish the worst on my worst enemy, but I will say this, all of you guys that have been through some sort of trauma, abuse, I mean, there is hope. I mean, you're hearing it from one of the best coaches. She's very good at, you know, assertiveness, boundaries, all that stuff on your Instagram. I've heard a lot of that. And these are the things that we need to learn as empaths, because I feel like as empaths, we don't use all of our powers and we just kind of shut down the or go into a freeze or flight mode when we are in the presence of these types of people. I've had them at my last job. I've had them all through my life through these companies, these corporate companies where they're always on top. You see it on the news. It's time where you need to know what's going on and how to protect yourself. You don't have to be vicious and try to attack them back, but you do need to know how to survive during these times. It's just like you said, it's a chess game. Yeah, it's a chess game. And, you know, it's not, again, attack. I always tell people attack is the best defense, but not in the sense that attacking others is right. better than being defensive. In the sense that going towards your goals is the best way to defend yourself. Just sure. stop defending because if you spend time defending. Gray rock all the way. <laughs> you're very, yeah, they're going to they're gonna decide your path. Because if you defend from people that attack you, in the end, they're leading you. They're leading you wherever they want. Instead, if you go towards your goal and nothing can change your path, nothing can change your way, which is what narcissistic people do, but they do it for their own individualistic ways. Sure. Uh, if you just 
go towards your goals, which is the well-being of everybody, uh, starting uh, a business that people, you know, brings well-being or whatever you want to do, improving yourself, just do it and don't allow anything to change your path. Nothing, because you have to know that you're doing something good. You're doing something for yourself and for other people. Even self-improvement is something you do for everybody because we need to be healthy to be living together in a healthier way, right? Yeah. Yeah, In that sense, yes. Yeah. And I, and I get it. I mean, I get a lot of, uh, especially clients where they, they're trapped. They can't go because, because they have kids with a narcissist or maybe they don't have kids, but they need financial support. And to all those people just know that your time will come. Um, you may be suffering and you've suffered all your life, but just by listening to this podcast tells me that, you know, you've been following me, that you are, in the right path. You do care and you are woke. You know what, what to do to kind of get your uh, self free and survive in the future because there will be better days. And I want to leave that uh, note on a positive note. But Nancy, before we take off here, um, can you just leave one one advice that I guess that you can leave with somebody that's uh, maybe gone through narcissist abuse and they're in the healing process what can you leave with that person that's listening right now? Uh, <laughs> Put you right on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, you know, love yourself. You yeah. just have to realize you're a great person. All the stuff that they told you are not real, you know? Yeah. That's so the most self, self-love is critical, guys. And, and I, I, I stress this um, in all my clients, and it's not easy to do. Maybe just do one good thing for yourself each and every day. Learn to put yourself first, and then you'll learn to love yourself. And eventually, especially after abuse, it's like you don't have a sense of self. You don't know which direction you're to go to. By listening to this, you're on the right path, and you're at least doing something positive, um, or else you wouldn't have no clue. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Nancy, before we take off, can we... Can you just tell us where we can find you on social media? You have an excellent IG page. If you can just let us know. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm on um, Instagram uh, as Game Changers and also on Facebook as Game Changers. Uh, you can find me at uh, underscore uh, game underscore changers underscore zero zero because that was the only name left. For game <laughs> um, and same thing for Instagram. The, uh, the page name is Game Changers. And I also have a YouTube channel called Game Changers as well. And mm-hmm. it's all, they all have the same uh, profile picture. So it's easy to kind of connect the dots and see that it's always me. And also I interview people in my YouTube channel. Um, so I, there are plenty of videos there for you guys to mm-hmm. try and understand how the world works. So Thank you so much for this interview. Oh. I love it. And for existing because empaths, we, we are lucky. Empaths yeah. Because without us, this world will not go anywhere. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you. It's been an honor. You're always welcome back. I'd love to work with you. And again, wealth of knowledge, guys. Check out her game-changing page. I, I know that I go there for motivation, and I take a lot of your quotes, too. So. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much. All right, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in and all the love and support. I know I just passed 100 episodes, so I want to thank each and every one of you that's been writing in, 
and being with me on this journey. I do have some open uh, coaching coming up in September. So if you guys are interested, let me know, hit me up. In the meantime, always keep moving forward and we're always with you. Love you. Have a great one. You're listening to the On Call Impact.